Hello, and welcome to a tragic special update of the William Branham Historical Research Podcast. I'm your host, John Collins, the author and founder of William Branham Historical Research at william-branham.org. And with me, I have my co-host, researcher, minister, and friend, Charles Paisley, the founder of ChristianGospelChurch.org. And together, we're discussing an event that just happened that we just got news of in the United States. It apparently happened last month, but Charles, this is a very, very tragic thing that is going on over in Kenya. Yes, John, and the story is actually ongoing. So uh, what what's happening is there is an ongoing mass suicide occurring in the message right now. Um, a quick summary of what we know about it is um, this actually goes back to 2019 during COVID. A message pastor in Kenya named Paul McKenzie um, closed his church and moved all of his people into a commune in the remote uh, countryside in Kenya. Um, he prophesied the end of the world uh, and apparently has went about um, enforcing that on his followers. Uh, he has instructed them all to starve themselves to death through fasting until they go to meet Jesus. And um, what's happened is at this point, um, the authorities were contacted here in, in just the last couple weeks and have went in and just in the last two and three days, they've discovered um, the bodies of 31 people buried. They even found a one person buried alive who still hadn't fully died that they exhumed. Um, and have been able to get treatment. There is uh, a significant number of other people who are in the process of starving to death who've been taken to hospitals um, to to be nursed back to health. Uh, there's still 20 graves which have not been exhumed, and most of them have had multiple bodies in them so far. Um, the, the leader of the church has turned himself into authorities, um, and that is the present state of things. And authorities are very concerned because there's still a significant number of people that they believe are in the process of starving themselves to death right now. Uh, and the cult is being very resistant in um, working with authorities in order to uh, turn the situation around. They're hiding from the authorities as they starve themselves to death. Yeah. He had reportedly 3,000 people in his community. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really sad. I've watched, and you have too, over the past few years, whenever the Ukraine war began and uh, Russia invaded, there were numerous message cult leaders and splinter group cult leaders that started using that as their end-of-days fear scenario. Many of them were claiming that William Branham's prophecies were coming to pass because Russia has made some move like they have many, many times over the years. And um, now that things are starting to look much differently, we're seeing Russia exhausting most of its troops, and now China is stepping in. China is actually the bigger threat. It really places many of these church leaders in a, the cult leaders, I should say, not church leaders, these cult leaders into a awkward position because they've been saying, this is it. Russia has Russia's come in, they've invaded, now the United States is going to be obliterated, and then the end of days comes. And like we see here in Kenya, this is just horrific. I have seen, I think I shared it with you, Charles, even the, the cult headquarters here started saying, as soon as Russia invaded, this is it, this is the end. 
and people from all over the nation started moving here to Jeffersonville because the end of days is coming because we see Russia doing something like they have again and again and again over history. And quite frankly, it places not only the ministers who have been making these claims at risk, their congregations now bear the brunt of this, as we see in Kenya, because where, what else do you do? You've been telling these people these things that William Branham predicted years ago that did not come to pass as he claimed, and they've twisted them into new claims. Well, now some of the new claims are failing, and what do you do with that? The message has so many doomsday beliefs, and especially as we came through COVID, uh, and then even the final years of the Trump presidency, the certainly where I come from and many of the other groups ratcheted these doomsday beliefs up to the max. That was actually one of my contributing factors in leaving the message myself was because things were becoming so on a knife's edge during that period of time. And so this appears to actually be fallout from some of that. Um, as, as we said, this man had taken all of his people off into the remote countryside through those events, and this seems to be a culmination of um, some of the doomsday things that were being said at that time. Um, it's very unfortunate, John, and this is a pattern. This is a pattern that we see with quite a number of groups uh, that have been connected to the message. Robert Martin Gumbura, right, and his group in Zimbabwe and the things that happened in their commune. We know Jonestown. Um, we know um, Leo Mercer in the park. We know Paul Schaefer. We know we could go on with these groups of people that are seeing these really radical things that have happened that have diverged from the message. And, you know, what is uh, so terrible here, John, is I believe this is the largest uh, religious mass suicide since Jonestown is what was what's happening right now among yeah. these this message group in Kenya. And the message has old roots in Kenya. The message was originally imported into Kenya in the early 1950s and mid-1950s through evangelists, uh, you know, from the Independent Assemblies of God and from um, the message groups here in Jeffersonville as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've mentioned a few times the big ones where the most tragic events happen, but, you know, growing up and hearing stories, there are minor tragedies at smaller churches and smaller locations have happened for years, and it it really shakes you whenever a big one happens because it's just so tragic. It's life that loss of life that could have been prevented simply by not focusing so heavily on the end of days and putting yourself into a position where you have to have this end of day scenario that you've predicted happen. Otherwise, you know, kill the people. And it's just, it, it really, really angers me to think that there are still people doing this but it saddens me deeply to think of the loss of life, especially, you know, we're talking children. These are graves full of children who literally starve themselves so they could go see Jesus. Yeah, John, it, it really is shocking. The, the investigators, as they went into some of the homes that were abandoned where the people were missing, they pulled out literature. Um, they pulled out different little libraries of the literature that they had access to and were studying, and it was 100% message material. It was, um, almost all of it was tracks that were published by Voice of God Recordings here in Jeffersonville. Um, there's pictures you can see. Um, just some of the ones you can easily make out is William Branham's sermon, um, Turn on the Light, William Branham's sermon, Remembering the Lord, 
And it's a, actually a large variety of message literature as you look at the pictures going all the way back at least to the 70s is the age of some of this literature, all the way up to the more recent stuff that just come out since they changed all their covers um, in in the last five five or so years. So they these people have clearly been in direct contact with the core of the message for decades uh, based on the literature that they've accumulated. Yeah, it's it's just so awful to think about it. And again, it's preventable. Even I mean, even if the minister who's been saying the false thing for so long were to just simply say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And then, you know, follow some pattern of respectable behavior, they they could have saved these lives. But instead, they've put themselves into this position where they're the spiritual leader, they're Onto, they put themselves onto a pedestal that they cannot get back down from. And, you know, I just, I wonder as, as they're building themselves up to this position, they have to know that there's a chance that they're going to be wrong. There's a, a very large chance they're going to be wrong. Why did they not have some sort of a plan B? You know, even simply just saying, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, would have saved all of these lives. Right. And, you know, with, with this case in particular, it seems like while this preacher was having all of his people starve themselves to death, he was eating his four square meals a day, John. Uh, yeah. He's perfectly healthy. Uh, basically kill off his members and then move on, I guess, to whatever was next for him. Yeah. Um, it is a terrible shame, you know, this what, what has happened here. And, you know, I know we have been talking um, through time about how the message just has no way to really stop or control things from spiraling badly, badly out of control. In fact, it's designed in such a way that it's pretty well impossible to stop things like that happening. And that, that's exactly the kind of thing that we're witnessing here. Um, and it, it, it really is just a terrible, terrible shame. Um, I, and I hope that message leaders in Kenya and around the world will start taking responsibility for some of these things. Um, they are the ones responsible for setting these things up, for putting this literature out, for radicalizing these minds and building a framework where this kind of stuff can happen. Right. Radicalization does not start with the tragedy. It has an origin, and that origin, as far as I'm concerned, started with William Branham in those recordings, but it also could have stopped when William Branham died. There are men responsible for carrying this on, Sadly, my grandfather was one of them, but they could have turned this around and they could have even, you know, even claimed that William Branham was some sort of prophet and still turned it around. They could have said, you know, like many of these ministries that have reformed, they could have said, yes, we followed William Branham, but now we follow Jesus. Yes, we followed some of his prophecies and we thought he was a prophet, but now we follow Jesus. If they would have just taken that step to go towards the gospel, towards biblical Christianity instead of this extra biblical thing, this tragedy would have never happened. Yes, John. And right now, the authorities in um, the region of Kenya where this has happened, and they're calling this the Malindi cult. They're not directly connecting this to the message in the media, although you know we're perfectly aware of the connections based on the evidence and, and things that we're seeing. The, there are thousands, perhaps tens of thousands of message believers in Kenya in this region and area where this has happened, and they believe that there are people right now missing from this particular church who are in the process of starving themselves to death in that region. 
And so I certainly hope that every message believer in that area is out combing the jungles and combing that region, searching for these people that are trying to starve themselves and do something to save them, rather than sit back like the average message person does and try to explain how they have no connection to this whatsoever. You know, it's time to start taking responsibility for these things and actually do something about it. You know, it, it's just a shame what the message has turned into. I'm, I'm ashamed of the message, John, and this stuff is sickening. Yeah. I'm, I'm angered. I'm saddened. I have a flood of emotions I can't even begin to describe right now because this could have been prevented. And like you said, this, this thing that has emerged is, I'm embarrassed of it. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed my family was a part of this. And again, they're going to try to say this was one lone minister. He was acting on his own. But look at the pictures. These are pictures of William Branham's message books that has taken this group of people into their death. They're following these books who are, that are telling them the end of days, the Russia scenario, all of this thing, not realizing the white supremacy that's behind it, the racism. I mean, this, this is a black preacher, Charles, and he's promoting books of a racist religion, and he's killed the people with this propaganda that William Branham spread. I'm angered that this could happen. If you're out there today, there are right now authorities are concerned. Like I said, this man had a, a reportedly over a thousand people in his church. So far, they've only found 31 bodies. Um, large numbers of people are missing and believed to be in the process of starving themselves to death. There's another 20 graves that they haven't exhumed yet that they don't know how many are in those. Um, pray for these people. Pray that they will wake up before they starve to death, that they'll come out of hiding, and that they'll allow themselves to be nursed back to health. Uh, you know, otherwise, certainly this death toll is going to rise substantially. I agree. Pray for the people, and we'll give an update when we have more information to give. But right now, it is a very sad situation. 